A five-year-old girl disappears. What mysterious force does it? After bragging to her mother that she had dug a small bamboo shoot on her own during the Green Day holiday, Omi Shiyuki ran off into the forest to dig more bamboo shoots. From that time until now, the whereabouts of Onishi are still a mystery. Welcome back to our channel. Today we will learn about a mysterious and strange case, leaving no clue that has become a veil of mystery, haunting the Japanese people throughout the years. The mysterious disappearance of Onishi Yuki, a lovely, cute five-year-old girl. More than 3,000 people joined the search but not a single one of them could find any clues. Eighteen years have passed, but if she was still alive, she would now be a girl in her twenties. Her parents and loved ones were inconsolable after her disappearance. When children disappear, people assume they were kidnapped by gods or monsters and no longer live in human society. This is Japanese for shinin, which means miraculously disappeared. Shannon translates to miraculously disappear. Take a deep breath and help us solve Onishiyuki's disappearance. The events of the story take place in the prefecture of Kagawa, which is located on Shikoka Island. Sakai City is located in the heart of the prefecture and serves as the gateway to the Set-O Bridge on the Shikoka Island side. It is also a center for the development of the chemical and shipbuilding industries. The main character of the narrative is a young woman by the name of Onishiyuki, who was born in the year 2000. Onishiyuki's family consists of his parents as well as his older sister, and all four members of the family reside under the same roof. Both of Yuki's parents are employed by a particular business. Since Yuki started attending school, her mother has occasionally taken her to take part in various activities aimed at enhancing the capabilities and education of youngsters. The Japanese holiday known as Green Day has arrived, and summer is not far off. This day has been set aside as a holiday. On this particular day, businesses and educational institutions will be closed, but the public will have free access to all parks. The festival encourages people to spend more time outdoors and in touch with nature. It is important to point out that Green Day was celebrated on April 29 before the year 2005, but in 2006, the holiday has been moved to May 4. The incident took place in 2005, and Green Day is still observed every year on April 29. Due to the fact that April 29, 2005, fell on a Friday, a three-day holiday was created in conjunction with the Saturday and Sunday that immediately follow. When Green Day rolls around, a number of tourist destinations will put on some unique events in an effort to draw in more visitors. In order to entice tourists, the Gashikidai establishment in Sakai City organized a digging competition for bamboo shoots. Gashikidai is found on the coast of the Seto Inland Sea, and there is a breathtaking view of the sea that can be had from the mountain that overlooks the town. In addition to the Setu Bridge, you are able to see the islands that are in the area, and the panorama is very stunning. 
Yuki's mother was immediately drawn in by the breathtaking scenery of Gashikidai, as well as the action of digging for bamboo shoots, which had a very distinctive air about it. As a result, she made the decision to travel to Gashikidai with her family on Green Day in order to harvest bamboo shoots. However, on that particular day, an unexpected event took place. The 29th of April, 2005, is a Friday. The Yuki family awoke bright and early this morning because today is the long-awaited green day for the entire family. Unfortunately, Yuki's father got a call from the company asking him to come in for a temporary interview. He was unable to take part in this event with his family because he was required to report to the workplace for overtime labor. This was because of some pressing concerns. Since they had already registered for the activity, Yuki's mother had the impression that her children were looking forward to participating. So she made the decision to travel to Gashikidai with her two girls. Let's have a look at the map, shall we? This site serves as Yuki's residence. More specifically, it is found in the Hamanocho town that belongs to Takamatsu City. Gashikidai, the venue for the event, can be found at this site, which is in Sakai City. It is around 16 kilometers distant from the two location and can be reached by automobile in approximately half an hour. Yuki, who was only five years old at the time, was seen that day sporting a favorite pink hat of hers. After that, the mother took Yuki and her sister to Gashikidai in their car. This is a diagrammatic representation of Gashikidai, which is encircled on all sides by densely forested mountain ranges. Due to the fact that today is a holiday, there are a significant number of vehicles on the road in the vicinity of the Gashikidai Visitor Center which is situated adjacent to a broad road. This is a car park where vacationers can pitch tents and spend the night outdoors. A lake known as Tamb may be found just next to the vehicle camp. The lake is 315 meters long, 65 meters broad, and 3 meters deep. It is stated in the local legend that the lake is a little bit evil. And the reason for this is that every year there are people who are for some reason poured into the lake. It is as if there is an evil power that attracts people close to the shore. Thus the locals believe that the lake is a little bit wicked. So the north of the vehicle camping area is where you will find the bamboo forest. Due to the fact that spring has arrived, the bamboo grove is currently producing both huge and little shoots of bamboo. This is the location of the activity of digging for bamboo shoots that the Yuki family participated in. The bamboo forest can be reached via the vehicle campground via path that leads there. After making your way along the path for a bit, you will eventually arrive at a circular square that is rather large and frequently hosts a large number of visitors. As you proceed, you will notice that it splits into two roads. One of these roads will take you to Tamblay, and the other will bring you to a location known as East House, which is also the location of the gathering for this event. Yuki and her sister were dropped off at the designated meeting spot in Gashiki Dai this morning by their mother, Yuki. 
This event was attended by a total of 60 persons, including members of 19 families and a few volunteers. First, the organizers extended their warmest greetings to everyone who had traveled a long distance, and then they detailed the schedule for the day. The events of today may mostly be broken up into two categories, the morning and the afternoon. The first half of the event consists of free time. On the mountain, the scenery and the flowers are there for everybody to enjoy. The second half of the event is the bamboo shoot digging competition, which begins at 1 in the afternoon and continues until 2 in the afternoon. Following the gathering, the families went their own ways. Yuki and her sister had a delightful morning together in the woods, where they were supervised by their mother and allowed to run around and play to their heart's content. The hour of one o'clock in the afternoon arrived, and with it came the start of the main competition for this event, which was a competition for digging gut bamboo shoots. More bamboo shoots were dug up by the whole family working together as one unit. The family that has collected the most bamboo shoots will be declared the winner and will be eligible to receive a lovely prize. The three members of Yuki's family hurriedly packed their tools and went off toward the bamboo forest. Their goal was to dig up some bamboo shoots. Yuki, who was just five years old at the time, quickly spotted a bamboo shoot. But because he was too weak to dig it, she was only responsible for locating the shoot. My mother and sister took over the task of digging for bamboo shoots, and I barely noticed how much time had passed before they returned with their haul. When it was 1.30 in the afternoon, the Yuki family had only succeeded in unearthing three bamboo shoots thus far. For the time being, however, they were satisfied with their haul. During this time, Yuki found the fourth bamboo shot in a long corridor, and she yelled for her mother to come over. Her mother came over and took the bamboo shoot. Yuki noticed at this time that several other households had already dug out five or six bamboo shoots. She did not wish to lag behind and actively sought out additional information. After that, she informed her mother and sister that she would look for another bamboo sprout. Immediately following the conclusion of her speech, she dashed off in a hurry. Mother had anticipated that Yuki wouldn't run very far, so she should be returning to the house very soon. And because they are surrounded by people who are participating in the event, there should not be any risk. Thus, the mother can simply tell Yuki to return as soon as possible. It was now 1.50 in the afternoon. It's been 20 minutes since Yuki left, and she still hasn't returned. This is the current time. In point of fact, my mother has always had some cause for concern because, despite her age, Yuki is still a child. However, at the moment she was totally engrossed in the process of digging for bamboo shoots, and she also needed to take care of Yuki's sister, so she was unable to keep staring at Yuki. Her mother brought her sister to the area that Yuki had just recently traveled in after discovering that Yuki had not yet returned from her outing. However, after a lengthy search, they determined that Yuki did not appear to be in the bamboo forest where they had been looking for him. 
It was now two o'clock in the afternoon, which signified the conclusion of the bamboo shoot digging activity. The East House was where the gathering took place, and it was there that the families who had participated in the ceremony brought the bamboo shoots that they had dug up. After her search yielded no sign of Yuki, Yuki's mother also came back to the East House in the vain hope that her son had come back to this location. She anxiously inquired of a number of individuals who were present at the occasion if any of them had seen a young girl wearing a pink hat. However, everyone stated that they were unaware of the girl's existence. At this point, the mother had already begun to feel a great deal of anxiety. She had no intention of sitting there and listening to the organizer tally the number of bamboo shoots that each household had dug out. She went back into the bamboo grove by herself after handing Yuki's sister over to the other parent in order to continue the hunt. She proceeded to look for Yuki down the extensive corridor, shouting out his name as she went. However, she received no response to her calls. The mother had the impression that Yuki could have become disoriented in the bamboo forest so she hurried back to the East House to notify the event organizer of Yuki's disappearance and provide the details of Yuki's personality. Onishi Yuki, who is five years old and has been reported missing, was last seen wearing a long-sleeved shirt with red and orange stripes on the upper body, trousers with three orange stripes on the lower body, shoes with a rabbit pattern, shoulder-length short hair, a pink hat, and a pair of white gloves. She was also carrying a pair of white gloves. After getting a grasp on the fundamentals of the situation, the event organizer started rallying the attendees to assist in heading back into the bamboo grove in search of Yuki. It was now three in the afternoon. Everyone has been looking through the bamboo grove for the better part of an hour now. Even though they have looked in virtually every nook and cranny, there is still no sign of Yuki that they can find. On that particular day, a large number of people traveled to Gashikidai, which means that if Yuki became disoriented, somebody would undoubtedly notice it. However, Yuki had not been located after an hour had passed. The event planners are well aware of how serious the issue is, yet they cannot do much to change the current state of affairs. They contacted the authorities straight away. After first becoming aware of the issue at 3.45 in the afternoon, the Gashiki Dai police sealed off the visitor center in the town. The organizer handed over a list to the authorities that included the names of everyone who took part in the event. After questioning each of them, the police received information from three different people that was helpful. Let's have a look at the map. Shall we? Yuki and his mother went their own ways at this point. A girl who identified herself as the first witness stated that she had seen Yuki at the scene and that she had a brief interaction with her. After that, Yuki retreated on her own along the broad passageway. A man who identified himself as the second witness stated that he was talking on the phone when he was at the site of the East House meeting spot. He happened to come across Yuki while she was wearing a pink hat, and there she was. She had just reached the bamboo grove when the event occurred. At the time, 
She was going along the lengthy corridor. The phone call records demonstrate that the witness spotted Yuki around 1.40 p.m., which is 10 minutes after Yuki had parted from his mother. This is because the witness was on the phone at the time. Another person who was present at the event said to the police that at 1.48 p.m., he saw a suspicious figure emerge from the bamboo thicket. The suspicious man was impressed to see that the other man was carrying a large rucksack. The witness was digging for bamboo shoots at the time in question because he was under the impression that the individual carrying the backpack was also a participant in the action of digging for bamboo shoots. He addressed the individual by stating, there are bamboo shoots here. On the other hand, the man carrying the bag was quite impolite and paid no attention to him at all. After that, the man carrying the bag went back into the bushes and continued walking in the same direction. According to the map, there was a significant likelihood that the man who was carrying the backpack had arrived at the spot where another witness had seen Yuki if he walked straight down from where he started. It is unfortunate that none of the individuals who took part in this event exhibited the qualities that are typical of a man who backpacks. It would appear that the person carrying the backpack is not taking part in the activities. It is probable that he came here by himself in order to dig up bamboo shoots. The fact that there were no other witnesses and that there was no surveillance equipment in the area around the bamboo grove made it impossible to determine the identity of the man who was carrying the bag or his whereabouts. This time, the authorities decided to bring in the assistance of a tracking canine specifically trained for the police force. The police canine gave the cup that Yuki had used a quick sniff before continuing its investigation along the bamboo forest's winding path. After reaching a specific place in the bamboo forest, it is remarkable that the police dog abruptly came to a stop and did not continue to proceed forward in the direction it had been going. It was at this spot when the first witnesses came into contact with Yuki. The surrounding region was thoroughly investigated by the authorities, but they did not uncover anything suspicious. At this point in time, the police investigation was experiencing some difficulties, and they were forced to approach the local fire brigade for assistance. Firefighters arrived at the bamboo forest at about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. They have expanded their search with the assistance of the police. The search was conducted from the bamboo forest all the way to the northern coast, and it lasted until 9 o'clock in the evening. As a direct consequence of this, neither Yukin or any of her belongings could be located. According to the authorities, the search was not conducted with sufficient attention to detail, and it is quite likely that some clues were overlooked. The next day, the local police conducted a more in-depth search of the Gashikidai region by sending more than 3,000 people and many police dogs back into the area to look for the missing person. Within the bamboo grove on that particular day, the investigators were carrying out their assignment when they came across something peculiar. After entering the bamboo grove, the six police dogs that they deployed tracked the scent that Yuki left behind. Then the same thing occurred as it had the day before. 
Four of the six police dogs became stuck in the same location and were unable to proceed. Given that this is the same location where the dog stood still the day before, the authorities are highly perplexed. These police dogs have had extensive training and almost never make a mistake. Since all four of the police dogs reacted in the same manner, this should indicate that Yuki's final destination was here. The local police have thoroughly searched the surrounding region, paying particular attention to the areas around Tamb Lake in the vicinity. However, the result has not yet been discovered. After 1.30 in the afternoon, law enforcement officers conducted a simultaneous inspection of the surveillance at the Gashikidai Visitor Center as well as the vehicle camping. Day in question. They had hoped that the surveillance would yield some hints, but thus far there has been nothing. As a result, the case reached a point of no return. After one month had passed since the event, the authorities became aware of a rumor. According to the urban legends of the region, the Tamblake was responsible for the murder of the little girl. In point of fact, the law enforcement officials had considered the likelihood that Yuki would lose his footing and fall into the lake. On the other hand, the day of the tragedy was Green Day, which meant that a large number of people traveled to Gashiki Dai and that there were also a large number of people at Tambele. If someone were to fall into the sea by accident, there is a good chance that they would be found by someone else. In order for the authorities to discover the truth, they first drained the water from the lake to a depth of three meters using a number of water pumps and then dispatched individuals to search through the silt at the lake's bottom. As a direct consequence of this, Yuki and none of her possessions were located when they were searched for. The authorities were at their wit's end, so they broke the news of Yuki's disappearance to the entire nation in the vain hope that someone may have some information. When news of what had happened became public, the entire nation was taken aback by it. In particular, what caused the public to begin speculating was when the police dogs tracking to a particular location all of a sudden stopped working. Many individuals are of the opinion that Yuki may have been the victim of a Shinin occurrence, just like the young girl in the film Spirited Away who inadvertently entered the world of gods and lost contact with the actual world. However, those members of society who place their trust in scientific knowledge do not find this explanation compelling. It would appear that the only way to find out the answer to the question of whether the occurrence involving Yuki was caused by Shinin or by man is to locate her. A TV show in Japan studied and explored Yuki's disappearance after it had been five months since she had been seen last. The program team solicited the assistance of subject matter experts in order to investigate the behavior of police dogs. The canines are trained to follow the scent of shoes as they rub against the ground as one of the ways they accomplish their jobs. Even if the person the suspect is stalking is transferred away to another location, the police dog will continue to trace the friction smell left behind by the culprit. As a result, the suspect stalker activity will not cease because of this reason. In order to achieve this goal, 
The program team conducted an experiment to validate the plausibility of this viewpoint by comparing it to the findings of the experiment. The experiment consists of three different locations, A, B, and C. It begins with a female walking from point A to point B, where she is met by a man who has been waiting there. The girl's fragrance can no longer be detected since her feet are lifted off the ground. After that, the man transported the girl from point B to point C, and after that, he allowed the police dog to begin its search from point A. Because the young girl traveled from point A to point B on her own, the police canine was able to follow her trail without any problems. In conclusion, the police dog can still accurately track point C starting from point B in the investigation. This experiment demonstrates that even if someone picks up the girl and the smell of the girl on the ground vanishes, the police dog can still switch the tracking target to the man who is holding the girl. This is because the dog is trained to recognize the scent of the girl even if she is no longer on the ground. In this instance, the police canine was unable to continue its tracking once it had tracked to a certain location and had to halt. This occurrence has also given rise to a great deal of conjecture among Internet users. Some members of the Internet community made the audacious assumption that Yuki could have been abducted by anything when she was in the air. It's possible that it's a helicopter or some other kind of flying animal, but either one could accomplish it. If this is the case, then it would explain why a police canine is unable to continue tracking once it has been directed to a specific place. Because a helicopter is currently flying over the bamboo forest and the sound of its propeller is extremely loud, the possibility of it being involved in the incident should be immediately dismissed. This issue will be found right away, let alone the fact that a young child was taken after the plane landed. That day, there were no reports of anyone seeing a helicopter anywhere. Is it then conceivable that one could be carried away by a bird or other flying creature? Yuki has a height of 106 centimeters and weighs 15.5 kilograms. Evils are the only flying animals that are capable of lifting a weight of this magnitude. In most cases, these creatures have the ability to grasp things that are between two and three times their own body weight. Therefore, the animal in question needs to be very big, like a golden eagle. It has the potential to reach a length of 102 centimeters and a wingspan of 2.3 meters. The large golden eagle can reach a maximum weight of 6.5 kilos when fully grown. It is possible, in principle, for it to seize and hoist a human weighing 15.5 kilograms. The golden eagle is a particularly vicious bird of prey, and the prey it hunts might include dozens of different species. In addition, there have been several reports of golden eagles attacking people in many different parts of the world. However, this is only a possibility in theory because there was no physical evidence recovered at the location such as feathers from a golden eagle. Therefore, this idea is only a possibility in theory. 
It was believed by some internet users that Yuki might have been attacked by creatures in the mountains, and that the stench of the beasts might have caused the police dogs to remain in place. However, the likelihood of this actually occurring is extremely low. A bamboo grove served as the canine officer's residence throughout his shifts. On the day of the occurrence, there were people dispersed across the bamboo forest. And if there were a beast in the area that could attack humans, it would undoubtedly be found by more people. Even if no footprints or other clues are discovered, they may still have been left in the area. However, there are no telltale signs of wild beast activity in the area, thus it is quite unlikely that wild monsters will attempt to attack it. There was some conjecture among the internet population that the man with the rucksack might have abducted Yuki. The suspicious man was seen by witnesses to be carrying what appeared to be a large rucksack, the type of item that would be ideal for use in the commission of criminal acts. It's possible that Yuki was hiding in someone's bag. It is possible for the site where the man with the backpack was seen earlier in the day to reach the position where Yuki was last seen. Yuki's yelling will be heard during the movement even if the man manages to conceal someone in the bag who is taller than 1 meter and weighs more than 15.5 kilograms. On the other hand, if Yuki was experiencing a fainting spell during the moment in question, then this might well be the case. The crew behind the TV show conducted an experiment and their findings suggest that the police dog will still be able to follow even if Yuki is inside the bag. It was about 1.40 in the afternoon that Yuki was seen for the last time. Eight minutes later, at 1.48, the man carrying the bag was seen. Yuki had already left by the time the man carrying the backpack began to make his way down to the area where she was. Although it's possible that Yuki and the backpack man's paths will cross one another, they won't do so at the same time. After entering the woodland, the man carrying the backpack might not necessarily continue descending. Instead, he might decide to change his route somewhere in the middle. As a result, it is not possible to say for definite whether or not this occurrence is connected to the man with the rucksack. It has been suggested by a few users on the internet that the accuracy of police dog tracking may not be 100%, and that factors such as the conditions of the surroundings and the state of the police dog on the day in question may influence the findings. And there are a lot of different strategies to avoid getting caught by police dogs. If the only evidence available comes from police dog tracking, it will be impossible to piece together what really happened. Some users on the internet are under the impression that someone who took part in the digging activities for bamboo shoots might be the same person who abducted Yuki. They are going to remove the children who are alone themselves, possibly more than one individual at a time. As soon as it was discovered that Yuki was by herself, another person would kidnap her pass her off to a second conspirator, and then flee the scene. During that historical period, Gashikidai was comprised of a large number of households with a large number of children. The average person cannot even recall the color of the hat that was on the head of another person's child.
And even if someone observes a youngster being taken into the automobile, they don't feel uncomfortable or guilty about it in any way. One could reasonably suppose that the child's parents or another member of the child's family took them. When it arrives in that area, the police dog will be able to detect multiple odors due to the presence of other people who were involved in the crime. Because the police canine is unable to determine whether the odor belongs to an accomplice, the investigation cannot proceed. It is important to point out the striking similarities between this case and the one involving the disappearance of Misaki Oguri in 2019. During the holidays, each member of the family will be at a particular mountain, either camping or taking part in various activities there. In addition, their fathers were momentarily unable to take part in the activity, which more or less sets things in the wrong direction and makes things more difficult. Accidental risks are frequently taken by the mother since she is unable to devote enough attention to the care of both of her children. Since Onishiyuki vanished, it has been a whole 18 years since her disappearance. If she were still around, she'd be 23 years old at this point in time. In the hope that someone would recognize Yuki in her younger years, the police fabricated a fake childhood portrait of her. The search for Yuki's whereabouts is still being conducted by the police and by his family. It's possible that this was the Shinin case. I truly hope that she will be able to return home one day. Thank you for taking the time to follow this case. If you enjoy it, please like and subscribe to our channel. We regularly post thrilling, fascinating cases. Each case will leave us with certain lessons about life and how to protect ourselves and our families. For now, Bye and see you again.